0: Does this sound familiar? Do you think that they've been planning this for more than a couple days? What's next? Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. They already took your free speech. They already muzzled you. The wealthy got super wealthy. This is not about about freedom freedom or personal choice. choice. Number one bullshit guy. He do the wee-woo-wee-woo. And the average everyday American got used as a pawn in their sick little game. I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. You want to know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Apollo. I'm Jake Frejo. My allergies have
2: subsided. How are you?
1: I'm glad to hear your allergies have subsided. Uh, I am well. I'm out of the ditch. So uh, things are looking up in a big way. Um, but America is still in some very perilous times. And we are seeing all assets deployed absolutely every stop that the mainstream media, this Biden regime, and all of these absolute demons who are intent on destroying the American public and solidifying power over all of us, uh, in even in the midst of an unprecedented, unprecedented amount of effort from Americans as well as people uh, at all levels of government all over the country, fighting to take back our system of elections, our uh, the power that the people actually have uh, in their state governments, power over their sheriffs, uh, and, and so many other things. So it's going to be a bumpy ride. We're gonna we have a, a lot of stuff to talk to you about today. Um, but do, throughout all of this, remember that God wins. Remember that, uh, you know, as tough as times may be, and I know that many are feeling the, the effects, are feeling the pressure of all of the things that have been done to us and all of the uh, the continued efforts by this deep state, by this false administration to wear down the American people. I know we're all feeling it, but we will, one way or another, we will come out on top.
2: Yeah, it's it's unfortunate to say that they ran out uh, they ran out of tricks they ran out of cons and scams and so everything from now until the finish line which for them is November and the midterms everything from now until then there's no longer a schedule of events that they can run out. they ran out they ran out of subversions and so I, I'm terrified to say that From now on, it's going to be full frontal blatant attacks against the American people by the very same people that will ramp up the rhetoric of why more government and more of the people that are in power are needed come November. So it's a strange predicament to be in, but from an observational standpoint, should be quite interesting to see how a corner dog reacts and this is this is the two-year buildup. this is what they've worked over two years to get to of drawing it out making it seem as if it was coincidental and the logic of a, a thousand cuts and then bleeding to death from a thousand cuts versus one large cut the American people are going to be faced with that reality I say by the end of the spring beginning of the summer as far as uh, just a level of absurdity we have never seen before and i mean to the level that there was an article up today and this is something even way back probably six months ago we were talking about starting in china with their uh their their failing real estate empire and the collapse of uh, evergrand group and really kind of trying to draw the connection of what that meant for the world economy and they they really did their best in the media to cover it up and write it off and 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 try to reinvent it into something that it isn't and you know try to polish it into something that it isn't but i said then and it's coming to fruition now that the american people were months away from dealing with that on their own that we were heading to a, a bubble of monstrous proportions that we've never seen before. And the consequences will fall upon us. The consequences will fall upon the younger generation ahead of us. And it was all done to us by the people that have been claiming to want to protect us. They got rich. They're retiring. They're looking for the back door. They have more than enough money from us to. Never show their face in public again. Because, well, I can't imagine if they were, if the next six months and the dust settles after the next six months, most of them would never be allowed in public. They wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to sit down and eat dinner in front of everyday people without being. Well, I'll leave that up to your imagination, but without uh, suffering consequences of their actions. So, a one. I mean, this is this is something I've been calling for about two years now, really doubled down on it probably six months ago. But these numbers, they're just almost incredulous. It's foreclosure, and this isn't like, this isn't some article somewhere, some dot news, something that someone put together on WordPress and they're feeding all sorts of headlines through it. This is MarketWatch. This is is a, a massive financial markets outlet And it says foreclosure filings are up 132% from a year prior. Here's what that means for the housing market. And it's not what you might think. It's kind of like the CNN leading headline of like, here's what you need to know. And what you need to know is all the stuff that you don't actually need to know. So we'll just leave out the important stuff. So I dug around a little bit more. You can take that down. Dug around a little bit more. Then I found A2, which as a native New Yorker and the real deal was in every, on every desk, in every boardroom, in every office, in any real estate and finance office in New York. is a headline article on the real deal. Foreclosures surge 181% to highest levels since March 2020. Chicago, New York, LA, and, and Houston lead the pack. That's not really a surprise to me, but if, if you pull up the full article, A3, it really shows what the consequences were for this feel-good approach to telling people that, oh, you don't have to pay your student loans, you don't have to pay your mortgage, you don't have to pay your rent. Well, the chickens have come home to roost now. So if you scroll through it a little bit, uh, really, really terrifying numbers in all of this, Apollo. Some eight months after a nationwide moratorium on foreclosures expired, foreclosure filings soared to the highest level since the pandemic began. What a surprise. Are you surprised?
1: You know it's it's a surprise no no that would not be a word for this um i mean just from the covid side of things let's forget about the entire history of the united states before that and all of those decades where they were doing the exact same thing uh but just in the last couple of years the amount of money that they have been printing and i don't even think recklessly i think with malice uh, frankly, uh I don't know how anyone can be surprised by this. I and mean, it, it makes me want to retch when you still watch television now and you still see they're running these advertisements for you know, shampoo and all these, th- all these things. And half, the, half of the, the commercials are pharmaceutical drug advertisements, by the way, if you haven't noticed. Most of them by yeah. Pfizer, ironically, the same people who have uh, been responsible. I mean, I shouldn't say the same people because it's not just Pfizer. Uh, but one of the entities that is responsible for more death uh, and and will be in the coming months and years as a result of this you know forced not vaccination campaign uh, and and the, the the media and I think all of these these advertisers they they want to keep up the illusion just as the mainstream media does on CNN and on MSNBC to maintain the narrative and they want everyone to you know still see the bread and circuses around them that they've been so accustomed to. That you know those are still viable. They're still going to be there, and that they can continue living this life of luxury and ex and excess, you know, without adjusting or without having to just take a, one second and open your eyes to the reality that's facing us. Which is this is going to be a very hard period in history for all of us. And frankly, it's because we've fallen asleep at the wheel. Our republic has been uh, it's been hijacked for a long time, and we have allowed it to continue. So now there's going to be a lot of hard work to be done to, to dig us out of this hole.
2: Well, there's a, there's a theory in economics called prospect theory in that it is given exact odds of winning versus losing, it's a, a behavioral economics uh, approach to human tendency and, and given the exact same odds of winning or losing, a human will generally hedge on the side of potential gain even though their risk of loss is just the same. So it's this subconscious weight that was really, I think what was tested out in 2008 when they, they they grabbed a percentage of Americans and tore them down when it came to the, the housing collapse, you know, the, the, the American dream became the idea that you could Fake your income on a, a mortgage application and get whatever amount of money you wanted, and then you go and move along to the idea of someone going and getting a you know seventy thousand dollar Hummer H2, and then you watch all these people in the early two thousands fall victim to that same approach of, of prospect theory that losses considered people will just take an opportunity if there are any perceived gains, regardless of the losses considered, and that. I think was really the trial run that they did in 08 that is now coming to fruition in a much, much larger sector or much larger scale than it did then. And I mean, back to the article, it's it's last month, 33,300 properties across the US entered foreclosure, a 181% jump from March, 2021 and a 29% pop from february okay so 8 months ago the moratorium ended so if 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 from march if if from that is yeah so if from if from february of this year it has gone up 29% i mean this is a snowball effect of a run that i i don't think the 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 average person with their head in the clouds can really Understand much less prepare for what they have done and what is coming. It says the first quarter saw 78,271 properties with a foreclosure filing at 39% from the previous quarter and 132% last year. I mean, these numbers are ridiculous. These figures represent the highest number of foreclosures since March 2020 when nearly 47,000 U.S. homes held foreclosure filings. And, you know, you, you go back to the mainstream media outlets. They were talking about this, saying, oh, it's not to, not to be worried. This is not going to happen. Well, you know, we're not in a housing bubble. The housing market's got five more years to run. And it continues to say March marked the 11th consecutive month in which foreclosure activity posted a year-over-year increase. I mean, really, really terrifying stuff. <laughs> not only did foreclosure activity hit a peak, the time it took properties to foreclose, Tick down 3% from the previous quarter. So what does that mean, Greg, or Apollo? What does that mean?
1: Sorry, I'm dealing with something in the comments. One second. Keep going.
2: So it said not only did the foreclosure activity hit a peak, the time it took properties to foreclose ticked down 3% from the previous quarter. It means the banks and the owners are coming for their money. The owners of the loans are fed up. They're done with it and they're coming they're coming in hard you know i i the, the the average waiting period of what it takes to even get a pistol permit in this country and you start looking at stuff like this how they're ready to go you know they're ready to go they're ready to start moving they're re- ready to start putting people out on the street reminiscent of 2008 and honestly you know for the people that were employed that just acted irresponsibly people that went and spent their stimulus check on you know, fancy dinners or hotel rooms, those people should suffer the consequences of their actions. But now, uh, you know, they, they're, it's, the, for the people that got really hammered, with no fault of their own, you know, people in the service industry, that managed to, you know, get s- screwed every step of the way and businesses closing down and, and, and putting them out of opportunity every which way they turn. It's really an unfortunate situation. Well,
1: and again, they're still pushing this idea of the American dream, right? I mean, everything you're talking about, big problems. And the mainstream media and and a lot of people who are not willing to accept that there is this much darkness or that people would intentionally destroy the uh, economic uh, status, destroy the livelihoods of so many Americans, destroy the lives of so many Americans and their families, uh over the past just again just over the- ca- past couple of years uh you can you only need to look at that to know what these people are are really capable of uh i mean like mortgages they're down what thirteen percent just last week this is the lowest it's been since the end of twenty nineteen i mean th- yeah. this this is and it's this is happening very quickly and and like mortgage bankers association is saying that. Again, that's not zero hedger. what we would consider like, you know, right wing, uh, you know, extremist news, Uh, like refinance applications are down like 15% every single week.
2: Yeah. And you know what it's giving rise to? It's giving rise to uh, the monster that created 08, which I mean, that's just an added on bonus at this point, because they've done a sufficient job in screwing it up enough. But uh, ARM loans are coming back. Uh, 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 Interest only loans are coming back. And the Fed has found itself in a very tight spot. If you pull up A7, this is eerily reminiscent of what led to 08, adjustable rate mortgages are gaining in popularity. Here's how to know if one is right for you. And so, you know, for the people listening, the majority of them probably know what an adjustable rate mortgage is, but as rates start to get high, which they are, they're the highest they've been in years. uh, Essentially, it's a prospect theory approach again of behavioral economics is that the person looking for a mortgage will go to do their due diligence and say well look you know if I take this one now rates might come down in the future so I'd rather just you know try my luck and and say that I'm going to go for an arm loan uh, you know and and take the risk that if the interest rate has to shift it's going to come down in the future and so again it's this idea of perceived loss over perceived gain, I'm going to go with the perceived gain. And this is the same exact lie that set up 2008 to tear down the world economy for at least 10 years following. So it's something that is, you know, really, really strategic, really, really evil and and, and well played out on part of the, the, the big league banks that intend on that world economic a slogan of "You'll own nothing and be happy," and so the process we're seeing unfold is the indoctrination and the warm up of the people to accept that. You know, you know, lure them down the path of least resistance. So the time they realize what's actually being done to them, nothing they came to expect of the the country they grew up in exists anymore. So it's it's really. <clears throat> really terrifying.
1: Well, and, and I want everyone also to understand, we know that they stole the election. Like, we know that with a fact. We know that for a fact, unequivocally, absolutely. They have robbed the American people of their voice. They've done it before. They've done it for years before the 2020 election. And only in the 2020 election did we start to understand. Um, and we see this massive media campaign now. Uh, Jake, did you see the... <laughs> The media getting, like, caught with their their foot, not even in their mouth, but, like, entirely down their throat with this Ghost of Kiev stuff. They just, like, were pushing this again. They were, they were, again, pushing this Ghost of Kiev, you know, garbage, which was, like, criticized widely as likely being a hoax. It made no sense in a lot of ways. Kind of a nice, you know, funny feeling. Uh, and then they continued pushing again, even after they put out this uh, this footage on mainstream media that was like obviously from a video game and it was very quickly revealed to be that. They refused to address being caught in that lie. They've tried to push this stuff again and then they came out 100% they they admitted themselves and like the military said, "Yes, it's not real." And the media had to go, "Yes, the Ghost of Kiev is not a real thing." And do you know what they did? Do you know and the Ukrainian military, you know, fine fine people in the Ukrainian military. Uh, they come out and say the news about the ghost of Kiev is incorrect the ghost of Kiev exists in all of us as the collective you know like embodiment of the spirit of war fighters the the, the pilot fighters in Ukraine fighting to liberate their country this nice like propaganda piece like that is that is the yeah. kind of media garbage that that people are dealing with and why are they doing things like that it's the exact same reason that they pump up things like BLM it's the exact same reason that they get everyone so uh, you know so uh, like, ratcheted up. So everyone is so tense and so inflamed with emotion. That's why they use the media like that. That's why they they do the you know right-wing people are Nazis and left-wing, we just want to feed people and give us utopia. And Joe Biden is the best president ever because he's not the evil orange man. It's all feeling because that's how they control people. And they're doing the same thing to the Ukrainians right now, who are the those ordinary citizens are actually are being, uh, like, murdered and disserviced in a way that most of us can't even comprehend or comprehend yet, maybe. Um, but that's all they're doing. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a morale-boosting little you know, propaganda uh, you know, operation. And all they're trying to do is unify themselves with this fictitious character, which is exactly what they've done, frankly, with all of us. It's exactly who our politicians are. They're fictitious characters because they're all playing a part. It's all, they're all actors, and they just get paid really well. At least hey, actors, you know, know what their contracts are. These ones, they get contracts through, like, the military, which, by the way, now that, uh, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I just, uh, uh, th- this has been pissing me off now, that, the last few days especially. You see what now they're doing, that they've been training Ukrainian fighter pilots? They've been bringing people into the U.S. and training them? Because uh, it looks like they're going to,
2: ice-
1: yeah, they're going to try go over there and steamroll Ukraine to take back their territory. And who's going to be, who's going to get hurt by that?
2: Uh, well, it'll just be another country that's destabilized it, and the Americans uh, doing, at the Americans, you know, greed incentivized uh, control, and it's it's they need they need several scenarios to play out to get away from what they've done here, and it's one of those, you know, historical comparisons that imagine if Louis the Thirteenth and Marie Antoinette had the luxuries that the the elites and the oligarchs of our generation have at their disposal they probably would have kept their head for a few more years but I was trying to draw some kind of comparison as to you know what what is it what is taking so long in this country to drag out Americans and not just American, other people overseas from realizing what's happening and it has been the slow walk uh permeation of just constant constant bs like even the ghost of kiev stop and 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 what was the 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 crematorium you know all these different all these different components aimed at scaring the public when the very thing that they should be most scared of is the thing that's trying to uh you know assure them That they're there to help, that they're there for their own safety. So I, I it's all going to be at our
1: expense because we're going to pay for it, just like they've been already sending money over there. The taxpayers here are going to pay for it after they've already demolished our our uh, you know our economy. Our retirements are gone. Uh, I mean, effectively, you know, people still still hope for one. I mean, God bless you. I really hope you get it. I don't think so. The way that things are going, I really don't think so. Um, but everyone's feeling it. Gas prices, food prices, uh, Like no one can travel. And this is after now we've all been, we've all been shut down. So like, let's forget about, about the economy. On top of that, they shut us down and, and ruined, ruined lives for, for two years straight. And again, all in the name of public health. But the American taxpayers are going to pay for this. We're going to fund training, send a bunch of resources and equipment, American lives over there, if they, if they go forward with this. And who's going to get rich? There's going to be a lot of lost American lives. There's going to be a massive, uh, another blow, another massive blow to the well-being and uh, safety of this country and the economic stability of this country. Already a country that can hardly, you know, manage to manufacture anything themselves in the first place after, you know, the last several decades. And who's going to get rich? These, uh, these weapons manufacturers are going to get massive contracts, which I'm, I'm sure are already in the works, if not already settled. And the those liars in Congress... Who have investments in all these things? They're going to get rich. That's how Nancy Pelosi and all these people get so rich. They're the ones who are going to be making money on them. And I guarantee you, every single one of those people who who does know and has those investments, they're all going to vote for it.
2: Yeah, there's there's really no no way out of this, given how far they've taken the ship, you know, to the edge, and so that's where I'm. I'm probably most concerned is that there is no feasible solution for the people to I mean there is a feasible solution for the people to work their way out of this but it's uh it's it's probably on the on the the more extreme end but this is this is something that from from a basic accounting angle the the people can't get out of this without immense pain and suffering in the long term all facilitated by these people so it's I I don't see how people find a solution out of this and and, and deal with the consequences that their you know family's going to face we're looking at massive fuel prices uh, surges in fuel prices food prices are going up 10 percent a month you know we're the only the only solution that here here's here's the I guess, a, a proposed scenario that the only way that people get out of this is if there is some kind of extreme decay of society, social unrest, you know, food shortages, fuel shortages, mass unemployment, mass layoffs. I mean, the corporations have no choice. The stock market's been crashing the past month. And so sooner or later, these corporations are going to start laying swaths of people off. So the the interesting crossroads is is the Fed fully is the federal government fully wearing this on their sleeve? And they are they are they saying that yes, this is our moment to tear down the American people, and that will be if the Fed doesn't start sending money to people. And I this is not something I'm a fan of. It's not something I support. And you know Keynesian economics has never worked, uh, but that's the only option out of this is to buy some time for the people and send them money and i don't see that happening so then it leads me to believe that the the purpose of the 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 end of this is that they do want the people to get pushed into such a corner that they have become desperate for food they have become desperate for housing and anything that they you know they, they they revolt and that that is where i see that if the you know what it's been over a year since they've given any assistance to Americans oh great social security recipients got a a, I think a 4.5 percent raise on their income which is like like if you're maxed out like 20 something bucks 20 to 40 dollars so the the people have been left high and dry we've already discussed the amount of money that inflation is costing Americans on, on a, an annual increase now and you know we're we're hitting a period where we, we were planting in north carolina and we were going around trying to find fertilizer we couldn't find fertilizer and that's on like a domestic side you know much like i mean so to the point where on a domestic side of things families right people that have a few acres that want to start getting into this themselves they can't actually even do it they can't even find it unless they you know really get into the matter and and do it on you know all natural routes but it's it's every layer of this onion is looking more and more like that the only option that the federal government wants out of the people is an excuse to bring down full full tyranny full martial law on them so
1: well and take take it from a military perspective and actually before i go on i'm going to remind everyone this podcast is sponsored by IP vanish IP vanish VPN Uh, is a great sponsor. I use it myself. If you're tired of feeling like someone is always watching you on the internet, or maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, if you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using an incognito mode will not necessarily solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. Uh, IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing private details uh, to third parties, advertisers, uh, hackers, your ISP, etc., you can use IP vanish on your computer phone tablet even uh, media devices if you're streaming, uh, you know, something like on a fire stick, uh, it works on all those devices, all your data is encrypted when you use IP vanish. So your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history and more will be shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Your physical location included will be masked. So IP vanish makes you virtually invisible. It's very simple. You can use it on an unlimited number of devices. Uh, I won't sacrifice any speed. Um, and they are offering for listeners of this show is 70% off their yearly plan. Uh, So it's essentially like you're getting nine, uh, nine months for free. They also give you a 30 day money back guarantee. Uh, This is a an awesome deal. And if some of you have used IP uh, or VPNs in the past, they don't always allow you to have an unlimited number of devices that you can be using. So I like that a lot because I have it on my cell phone, my computer, my my work computer, uh, and a couple of other things. So Uh, If you go to ipvanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily, you will get up to 70% off. So it's basically nine months for free. That's ipvanish, com forward slash daily and use promo code daily for listeners of this show. So go make sure you're protected today. Um, You know, all of this... It can be really overwhelming, because you know, and some people I know they listen to the show, and I I know we get some people like, oh, well, you know, Jake's too dark, and Paul's too mad, and uh, you know, Zach's too happy, and Zach's too happy. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but it's it's hard when you're looking at, at this stuff all day, and so I always do try to remind everyone that this is not a time to be hopeless, but a certain amount of fear is not a bad thing. That is a a very powerful survival instinct. And I really do think that we will come out of this somehow. I think it's going to be messy and it's going to be very difficult, but I do believe that we're going to come out on the other side. Um, and there, hey, of I course there will be casualties, but you need to be aware of what's going on and act just act in your own best interest and not in the best interest of like you today so I can get Ben and Jerry's, but you tomorrow and next year or three months from now so that if you do have to You know have to shut in with your family for a little bit because things are getting a little weird that you and your children and you know those that you love are are at least going to be okay for a little while just understand what it takes to to take care of yourself because that same instinct is what we have lost that same instinct being absent in so many people is why parents allowed their children to be masked it is why uh, parents allowed their children to get vaccinated it is why we have the massive problem in our youth today is the, the people who allow their children to entertain these, these ideas about their sexuality and their identity, and they can be whoever they are. You are not acting in the best interest of yourself and your child if you allow yourself to give into that and not to, st- to stand up and just speak up. Like Joe, Joe says, it, and it sounds a lot, it sounds overly simple, but just learning the power of the word no, it means so much more than, than you can imagine. So I, I, I urge all of you, please, just like learn the power of the word no. If something is not serving you and you know this is garbage, you know someone is absolutely full of it, whether it's a political candidate or someone in your kid's school, just say no, because it's okay to tell them to fork off. It is.
2: Yeah, it's uh it's not so much it's not so much negativity for me. It's it's frustration in seeing what the people have in some part blindly accepted and it's frustration to see that when you know when the music stops and and they're faced to deal with that reality how much just listening could have actually helped a lot more people And, and so it's it's frustration in in the face of facts that people don't people don't like to see these and you know it's one of those things that i you know you talk about the vaccination stuff and it's a little bit of a tangent but there's a guy you know the facts and and being objective it's it's on the subject of being able to look at something and see through it and see see what it's it's worth outside of the bias of the person that's telling you and there's this guy that I used to go watch live incredible musician in, in Williamsburg Brooklyn and I've watched this guy get COVID three times right follow him on Instagram and he's double vaxxed and boosted and he you put that on a so resume,
1: survive COVID three times. Yeah. Hashtag survivor.
2: Yeah. And all being uh, boosted and, 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 double vaxxed. And so this guy, <laughs> the first time, the first time I, I saw his post, I'm like, Oh, you know, that's kind of a shame, you know, I, cause you know, you don't know if the person's vaccinated and he posts that he's, you know, come down and become very sick and that he, he has to cancel a week of his, his show. And i thought well you know the guy's not in the best physical health you know it's kind of a shame that you know i used to love going in to the venue and watching the guy and you know he might just he might die and then he made it back and then he got it again and then today he posts yeah like the show's canceled again because and he, like you could even see the shifting you know the shifting of his i guess sentiment of of of, of the whole ordeal in his post, he's like, yeah, uh, sorry, I have to cancel the show again. I got COVID for the the third time. And it's kind of strange, but I'm, you know, vaxxed and boosted. And so, you know, you're watching this, I think, wall come down from so many people that just held on to what they what made them feel good, rather than what was objective. and, And then the people that you know, are are still clinging to it violently, you know, and and until it punches them in the face, that they're not going to, they're not going to accept that maybe, maybe the way out of a lot of this is just a different perspective and a different take on the world that people have been feeding into for two years and and start looking for alternative routes
1: around it. Well, people don't like to be wrong. And usually it's not a big deal because most most of the time it's not a life and death matter over the last two years we've seen that it has been and what we're seeing today now i mean china ramping up their nuclear capabilities uh what russia is is doing and i mean fairly they've said you know pretty blatantly yeah nuclear uh, nuclear options are on the table if we feel that there's an existential threat to uh, you know to russia and with the us now moving with nato uh, very clearly like they're looking to uh, to launch some kind of major pushback over the Ukraine conflict, I mean we are, we are potentially dealing with life and death so I understand when people don't want to admit that they might have been wrong about COVID, they might have been wrong about remdesivir, they may have been wrong about the vaccine, especially if they or themselves uh, their family or their children have in fact gotten a vaccine uh, which is, it wasn't a vaccine until, you know the last several months until they changed the definition, but I understand not wanting to be wrong. But you look at this in terms of a, a military operation. Like if this were an attack against the United States, this entire plan, you can't really you can't really get much better, right? I mean, you have you you have de- crippled the United States in terms of its economy. Uh, you know Russia's move with with you know the gold markets. I don't know what that uh, sound is, Jake. Um, but with Russia's move with the the uh, you know gold fixing the ruble, I mean that has massive implications, and um, the further effects that we're going to see from the financial issues from now, another uh, food processing plant, this one in uh, in Purdue. I'm mean, going to put up this Epic Times article. This was. Uh, You know, very recently. Now, another one in uh, Chesapeake, Virginia, firefighters respond to industrial fire at Purdue Farms food processing facility. And this is a soybean processing tank. It says their plant operators report a fire in a soybean processing tank. Um, You can find the, the Facebook post where they where they said that as well. It just has a few pictures of the fire. There is much work that remains to be done in dumping materials from the tank, officials told uh, WTKR TV, and that the fire, uh, the damage caused by the fire will have little impact on the plant's operations, supposedly. But again, how are we having this many fires at food processing capabilities? You think about it in in terms of a military operation? You're taking, we'll, we'll call this salting the fields, right? They're taking away our food supply. They're taking away uh, a massive amount of things coming into the country. Now, all of a sudden, everything's catching on fire. The chickens are now mysteriously all you know, dying from some new virus, and they're being forcibly killed in many places. And now you look at our military. So Raytheon uh, and another manufacturer, they can't even make javelin missiles anymore. They, uh, they, missiles. I think it's like 1,000 a, a year they, they, can, they can actually produce. And now Ukraine is is requesting a bunch of technology and a bunch of weapons that... We're even struggling to produce for ourselves, on top of sending them an unbelievable amount of money. And what's happened with our military? Now everyone's woke. Now they all have blue hair, and like the Pentagon is uh, is all about feelings and being sensitive. And on top of now, you now, on top of that, you look at the DMed database. Is our military even fit to to go to to go to war right now? Are they fit to defend our country with the amount of health effects and the amount of people who have been disabled from this, this forced, you know, gene therapy bioweapon, how could you, you couldn't write a, a playbook for a better way to take down the United States of America. I mean, they're going to send, what, they're going to send these people to Russia and they're going to be like, oh my god, they're shooting at us. We didn't expect this. Like, I mean, truly, they, they are disgracing our country.
2: It's, it's piece by piece. Every part, every part of the machine, piece by piece, corrode it, Break it, take it over, and you know, to the military side. I mean, there there, there have been articles over the past few days coming out about uh, international clusters of hepatitis. I forget which one it is, but I think they're all. I mean, no, they're all hepatic. Uh, in 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 attack, right? It's it's it, it, so there are all these clusters of hepatitis in children. Uh, Spe- specifically in the United States and so you start seeing you know I I never cared for the vaccine I don't you know I took whatever vaccines as a kid that I needed but I never I was always very healthy never eating or drinking what the American standard diet is so I when someone tells me oh you should go get this vaccine right now it's like a well first of all I don't like needles second of all I don't really Needed it because I already had COVID and it didn't really do much to me so I have immunity and then now you know that was that was a, a thought that was never even in my mind I was actually more focused on what they were trying to do purposely economically right and those pieces are now coming together we're seeing it and, and so that was my first thought and now that I'm starting to see the medical consequences and, and, and the other part that just like the mortgage and, and, and markets and, and everything else that these people got entrapped into. Now, I think the, the, the most painful to watch, you know, you can lose your house, whatever. But you're, if you still have your health, you have a lot. But if <clears throat> you're dealing with a bunch of people that stand to lose health, suffer widespread illness, widespread, you know, chronic diseases moving forward, the the reality that, you know, the next generation might not be able to reproduce, you know, it's, it's really frightening to think that that could be the next chapter really taking off here. And what, <clears throat> what does that do for society as a whole, when goes back again to the idea of prospect theory, you know, all these people did these things right they all they they all made these choices for the the prospect of gains disregarding the prospect of losses they all did it for the prospect of gains now what what happens when all of the people turn up with a bad hand in the card game and that that, that's fearfully what I think is 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 next to come so it's
1: well I like the game piece metaphor because I mean, you, you think like everyone's been put now with all these ridiculous laws and these codes and I mean, how they've like turned our our country and our society and our legal system in, into this, it's like a, like a bureaucratic uh, like lottery system slash uh, like circus game is, is, is what it feels like to me now in society. And it what they i think it's like they they've had people walking around and then you know they keep rolling the dice and then going uh, oh cool get out of jail free card i'll take a vaccine and i can walk outside oh cool skip two you know they they keep playing all their little cards but like they don't see that every time that they use one of those little cards they're like taking a shotgun to their player to like their actual game piece and you know yeah and it's again it's like with the metaverse they are they're so consumed with this this fairly fictional idea of, you know, whatever, whatever the construct of their life is and, and all these creature comforts that, that we've taken so for granted now, uh, that when it really comes down to it, if, if you're here with nothing but your health and, you know, a sound mind and those you, you love and a will to, you know, to survive and to do something, I, I think people would realize that's really all they need, And these cell phones and nothing else really matters. It's all a distraction to keep us focused Away from the fact that they're taking those most precious, you know, commodities; those most precious parts of our life and our time, and our peace of mind, and silence, and that—that and that is really what we have to what we have to lose. Um, before we go on, we're almost out of time. I do have to remind everyone: this podcast is sponsored by Crowd Health. Uh, so, healthcare. Just so everyone knows, in case the COVID pandemic didn't have you know enough of an indication for you. It's not really something that necessarily takes place between you and a doctor or you and someone who is supposed to look out for your health. So know it or not, the government and big insurance companies, they really stand between you and quality care. It's not it's not a doctor-patient relationship. It's now a doctor-big pharma relationship. And your health is being bought and sold to the highest bidder. Politicians, hospitals, big pharma, health insurance companies, all of them, they're making massive profits. And it's all at your expense, at the expense of your health. Um, and, you know, I mentioned earlier that there are those lobbyists, many of them tied up with those same people who are going to make a lot of money on defense contracts with this Ukraine conflict and enrich themselves at your expense. The lobbyists are fighting to make sure that these insurance companies do not have competition and you don't really have any options outside of the system. So CrowdHealth is disrupting that relationship and is putting health care back in your hands. And the whole point is to save you money and cut out the middlemen. And it's not insurance, and that's part of the reason that it works. Uh, that so they don't have any deductibles. There's no networks, uh, you know, complicated copays or exclusions or any of that. And I'm sure if you're a parent, especially, you know how much of a nightmare that can be. You can see any doctor that you want. You pay the first $500, uh, and you submit any bills from there, and Crowd Health Community will take care of the rest. It's a new way to pay for healthcare. No doctor networks. No massive premiums, uh, and no surprises. So, really simply. You pay one low monthly total to fund your account. It's usually less than two hundred bucks a month for most people, uh, so that can be a, a big break if you are right now dealing with massive insurance costs. One hundred percent of your monthly contribution directly funds and reduces the healthcare costs of the community. Unlike insurance, again, you're not limited by doctor networks. Um, their whole, you know, mission is to keep us happy and not drive up the price. So it's it's a really interesting model, and I've actually. Uh, I've joined myself, and I'm excited to to get to use it because I've avoided the healthcare you know industry in large part in the last uh, 10 years, if I'm being honest. So if you go to joincrowdhealth.com now, you can experience freedom from healthcare insurance, and uh, it's joincrowdhealth.com, and the promo code for listeners of the show is freedom. That's F-R-E-E-D-O-M. And just a disclaimer: Crowd Health is not health insurance. It's a new way of paying for healthcare. And terms and conditions may apply. But if you are suffering, uh, go check it out. Join crowdhealth.com, promo code FREEDOM, at sign-up.
2: So since I'm not really the medical guy, uh, never, never have claimed to be, uh, when, when we start seeing these you know, surges, and one of the comments I, I actually thought was interesting said that they, their, their doctor had advised them to get a hepatitis test. And <clears throat> so another comment was that the hepatitis that they're testing for is a new new strain so am i am i correct or incorrect in saying that when, when you know you all of a sudden you saw these medical professionals urging for hiv tests hiv starts off with the kidneys and the liver correct similar to i mean hepatitis hepatitis is the liver uh it's the reason why a lot of people with hiv have jaundice and you
1: know well so actually hiv is i mean it stands really simply for human immunodeficiency deficiency virus um but hiv is just a test and they test you for this thing and they say okay you have hiv but that's not like it's not enough to have hiv to then get aids aids is based simply on like an immune system status so basically when your white blood cell count and other uh other numbers they drop below a certain point and you're essentially your, your immune system is completely destroyed then you have AIDS but there are many people yeah, who, ne- who never get there it's, it's like a, it's like mono to, I mean it's not but you can kind of think of it like that some people get mono and they're fine some people get mono and they get very very sick um, but what they do, do is then they throw all kinds of drugs like AZT again uh, you know a Fauci uh, a trophy of Fauci's uh, reign, of, reign of terror from the 80s um, but it's the same deal. So now that we have all these, uh, these HIV tests, um, uh, I and I'm sorry, what, what was your, your, uh, you're asking about but hepatitis I, directly?
2: No, my, my, my point is, you know, people that have taken the, the, the advice of, you know, snake whispers, right. And, and now we're starting to see eerie. I mean, again, I'm not versed enough in medicine to, be able to draw any conclusions, but you just start seeing <clears throat> strange coincidences of coronary incidents, uh, the the push for HIV testing, uh, you know, immune system problems, and I mean, even 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 if you were to go get the polio vaccine six, seven times in a row, even though the pol- you know, certain vaccines have been shown to work. You know, doubling. Paleo is not a good
1: example of that. I'm sorry to tell you. No,
2: yeah, I realized that as I said it. But even, even to the point of like, if oh, well, B12 is good for you, right? Or vitamin D is good for you. Well, I have a whole jar on my table. I'm going to eat the whole jar because you know, even though it says take two, if I take two, what if I take ten? It should, in theory, be five times as effective, right? And so, it's it's. Uh, that's what they're they're you know they're they're selling to the people with the the boost get the booster this get the other vaccine don't laminate your card, and and we start seeing it stack up, and you know I, I'd say that the the same scenario is, is unfolding in every other path, way of life every other part of life food housing, uh, basic commodities, you know the Biden. Had, months earlier said uh, the the food shortages are going to be a real deal you just mentioned how all of these places are burning down coincidentally everything's been shut off fertilizers you know the grain and fertilizer two largest exports of Russia and Ukraine and and you know it's it's the same same people that stood with their mouth open saying please you know mother government feed me feed me whatever you want to feed me just as long as you take care of me they're, they're coming for all parts of life you know and and I mean a6 really really goes to show you where these people value you where they place you you know Americans haven't gotten any assistance in fact they've just been you know had their heads stepped on for two and a half years you know the government's always been stepping on our heads but in the past two and a half years they said okay well here's thirty two, thirty four hundred 34 hundred dollars we hope you do something with it but then now A6, play A6 to, to really understand that these are the people that, you know, told you how, how, how they're there to help you, and yet they haven't done anything for you. But all your money, everyone that paid taxes on the 18th, good luck. This is where it went, A6.
0: We've almost exhausted what we call the fancy phrase, the drawdown authority that Congress authorized Ukraine, authorized for Ukraine in a bipartisan spending bill last month. Basically, we're out of money. And so that's why today, in order to sustain Ukraine as it it continues to fight, I'm sending Congress a supplemental budget request. It's going to keep weapons and ammunition flowing without interruption to the brave Ukrainian fighters and continue delivering economic and humanitarian assistance to the Ukrainian people. This so-called supplemental funding addresses the needs of the Ukrainian military during the critical weeks and months ahead. And it begins — begins to transition to longer-term security assistance that's going to help Ukraine deter and continue to defend against Russian aggression. This assistance would provide even more artillery, armored vehicles, anti-armored systems, anti-air capabilities that have been used so effectively thus far in the battlefield by the Ukrainian warriors. You know, and it's going to deliver much-needed humanitarian assistance as well as food, water, medicine, shelter, and other aid to Ukrainians displaced by Russia's war and provide aid for those seeking refuge in other countries from Ukraine. It's also going to help schools and hospitals open. It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people so they have something, something in their pocket. It's also going to provide critical resources to address food shortages around the globe. Ukraine. Ukraine was one of the world's largest agricultural producers. It typically grows 10 percent of all the wheat that's shipped around the world. Putin has asserted sanctions are blocking food from Ukraine and Russia getting on the market, the sanctions we've imposed on Russia. Simply not true. Putin's war, not sanctions, are impacting the harvest of food and disrupting the movement of that food by land and sea to nations around the globe. That needed, this funding is going to help ease rising food prices at home as well, and abroad, caused by Russia's war in Ukraine. It's going to help support American farmers produce more crops like wheat and oilseed, which is good for rural America, good for the American consumer, and good for the world. And this supplemental request will use the Defense Production Act to expand domestic production. And reserve and the reserve of critical materials, materials like nickel and lithium, that have been disrupted by Putin's war in Ukraine, and that are necessary to make everything from defense systems to automobiles. And I hope Congress, I hope Congress will move on this funding quickly. I believe they will. Thanks for watching. You Where's know, our uh, money?
1: Yeah, I would like to know that too. And, you know, he he mentioned lithium. Lithium was somewhere else, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, it was. Um, oh, yeah, Afghanistan.
1: Oh, you mean that place that he, uh, you know, left billions of dollars of weapons and technology to the uh, Taliban? Which, uh,
2: Ironically, now we're we're unable to produce sufficient weapons, even though he left ninety billion dollars on a tarmac for the Taliban to take to protect the Chinese as they expand their uh, Belt Road Initiative for world dominance because Joey Bribens is in their back pocket. Joey Bribens. <laughs> so if there's, if there's one thing, you know, that was kind of like uh people not to trust for 200 Alex, right? Uh, people not to trust for uh 1000 Alex is is uh I actually I don't have the cut, but there's uh Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank would be what is Deutsche Bank? Uh, <laughs> Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank just came out uh, and and announced that, you know, the the world economy, specifically the United States, is headed to a very, very deep recession. And it's kind of ironic because, well, you know, it's like the reformed, you know, it's like the guy on death row that killed a bunch of people. And he kind of comes to the, you know, conclusion that, oh, I'm sorry. Well, you know, kind of too late now, but we appreciate, you know, we appreciate the effort. Maybe, you know, you shouldn't just should have killed those people uh Deutsche Bank is, is similar in that sense because they created the whole 2008 crisis they they you know they they destroyed billions tens of billions of dollars in capital and you know in the, the same sense Biden here is here telling us how he's, he's working for us while every move they've made is against us Deutsche Bank uh, after three or four days ago making the claim that you know uh, you should start to really prepare for a bumpy road uh, their their offices were actually just raided by international uh by interpol and, and a few other international enforcement agencies going back to a a money laundering probe and so hmm, makes you wonder makes you you know makes you scratch your head and ask so the guy biden that's telling us all of these terrible things that he's saving us from well he's actually just doubling us down and throwing us further into the gutter now the the worldwide banking behemoth uh, is is lecturing us and telling us that they're, you know, they're looking out for us this time around. Last time they they actually put our face in the pavement. And then they get raided by the feds. So it's almost you know, it's it's the the same comparison to the guy on death row saying, Hey, I'm sorry. It's a little eerie that right now is everything starting to crack and, and break that the, the guilty culprit of the last rodeo is coming out a, a few days ahead of time and saying hey you guys you know you really need to watch out and then their offices get raided for what appears to be another huge scandal
1: you're absolutely so, right so and we're about out of time on Frank's speech so real quick I'm gonna sign off there you can follow us on Telegram at Conservative Daily at Joel Oldman Direct links are t.me forward slash conservative daily and t.me forward slash Joe Oldman. That's Joe, J-O-E-O-L-T-M-A-N-N. We're on Truth Social as well at Joe Oldman and at conservative daily. We go live on conservative daily, conservative-daily.com, conservative on Rumble, D-Live, Cloud Up, and now on Frank's Beach, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. Mountain Time, 6 p.m. Eastern. If you're on Rumble right now, smash the Rumble button. Help us climb up and reach more people because this is the most crucial point in history that we could all witness. And we need to all band together as patriots, as uh, men and women who love God and love our country and love freedom. Uh, You can find us on the Audio Edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible, and a whole bunch of other places. Uh, So feel free to give us a listen. Go over on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. It helps us grow more, helps us uh, bring in more, uh, more advertisers, and that helps us grow and be able to produce more content and reach more people. Uh, So, again, be an ambassador of truth, share, share, share this episode. You share our uh, conservative-daily links. Rumble, uh, we're we're growing our Rumble channel massively. Share the podcast editions, uh, whatever you need to do, uh, and we thank you for doing that. If you need a reminder when we go live, text the word FREEDOM to 89517. We will send you a text message uh, before we go to air. Um, And then also do uh, go over to conservative-daily.com. Our memberships are now live. Uh, and just so all of you know, we do truly thank you and appreciate you, and we are blessed to have you as listeners uh, You know, here at Conservative Daily Podcast. We are pursuing truth and fighting for the liberties and freedoms of all of you harder and harder every single day. We are. We promise to you that we will continue to search and provide you the most accurate information and to give you the analysis that we truly believe uh, will help inspire you and empower you so that we can better our nation. So at conserve-daily.com, you have the option to become a member. There are several membership levels uh, ranging all the way from advocate, which is just $10 a month, all the way up to founder. The higher you go, you get massive discounts and uh, more ability to inter- interact with the daily fax blasts, where we send a fax every day uh, to Congress, sometimes the entire Congress, if that's what you choose, including the president, and we let them know that we're watching them and that we will hold them accountable. You get extra savings on that uh, every membership level that you choose. Uh, and for some of the higher membership levels, you also get backstage time with uh, some of the hosts of Conservative Daily. And there's going to be some in-person uh, events a couple times a year as well. So we appreciate you. You are part of a brave community who is fighting for each other. And we want to include your valuable input and help all of you be a, a voice uh, of change in our community and in our country. So thank you so much. And uh, we appreciate those, who, those of you who have become members. Um, but we're off Frank's preach now, so uh, thank you all of you and all the way. Uh, also, everyone here who's still watching, go over to My Pillow and support Mike Lindell. That guy has sacrificed so so much, and he is absolutely relentless in fighting for all of you and fighting to expose the truth about the 2020 election. Uh, so please go support him. Uh, you can go to My Pillow if you go over there. Use uh, promo code CD21. You get up to 66 percent off.
2: You know, it looks like it looks like the left is really freaking out. With lindell getting back on twitter i know there's a bit of a back and forth but apparently as much as the media likes to attack him lindell's rapid uh, suspension this time around was the result of it being an old an old twitter handle so imagine if lindell gets his twitter handle back
1: <laughs> well i think they just, they just uh i think they just banned him they just banned lindell
2: yeah, they, they said, uh, I think he came out and said it was an issue with the, which handle he was using it was an old handle or um, but I have faith that he will end up back on there. Uh, I just can only imagine. You have to imagine. I mean, look, Twitter has 100,000 100, 100, employees. They have a lot of employees, right? And imagine trying to flush all those snakes out of the grass as a, as a you know corporate takeover for the next 6 months musk's is going to be dealing with i mean complete mutiny on the pirate ship uh, in 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 you know hey i want you to turn that guy's account on and someone's like oh, okay fine i'll do it, I'll do it. and then they, as soon as he looks the other way they turn it back off and so it's it's i think it's going to be a great example in in watching a corporation try to clean itself up and i think he, there's a, there's a very big obstacle ahead of them because it really is a, a leftist uh, psychotic echo chamber so my, my suggestion would be he fires half the company but
1: well i the so and again I don't know really what the deal with Twitter is on, on its face it could be absolutely spectacular for the American people and it could in fact take back a one of the largest platforms in the world uh, and you know move it now on the side of free speech but at the same time I don't know it's interesting that it's you know he he's done this just as true social is launching uh it it makes me wonder perhaps he's he's actually uh doing this for for reasons that would appear to be noble but uh you know going up right uh during the launch of truth social it, it also does in some ways put Truth social je- in jeopardy if you know people start to flock back to that especially given how slow truth has been to launch because they haven't had the ability to bring on millions and millions of people so quickly. Um, I, I, I don't think I, I believe that likely it is not uh, that is not the case, but I, I, I still am not sure. The thing that does excite me is, what if now uh, Elon Musk has at his disposal all the you know Twitter information from all these people, right as we go, uh, hopefully, and I pray, into the release of John Durham's uh, investigation. Because if that it all drops, off. and then and then oh, and then Musk has all their, all their Twitter messages and all of their tweets, and he has all that all on record. I mean, could be a it could be kind of a keystone event, and he might he might have come in right at the at the correct time, to give them, uh, more than enough information to corroborate all the things that we already know, and I and I assume possibly a large number of things that Durham and his team might know that that we haven't been made privy to yet. Uh, but I remain hopeful, and and just uh, so people, uh, here's something that I <laughs> did make me laugh. So Candace Taylor, we had her on a couple of weeks ago. She's running for uh, governor of Georgia, <laughs> and this was now one of the things she has uh, promised to do is uh, re- demolish the Gor- the Georgia guidestones, which <laughs> I think is is hilarious, um, and I think it it demonstrates. Exactly where the media is going or has gone, and where the where the people are actually looking, because something like that, ten years ago, you wouldn't have been able to say that publicly. You would immediately be gone. Like you think at the of the you know the way that they they bastardized uh, Ron Paul's message, and they wrote him off as you know as as all kinds of things and a conspiracy theory and extreme and. Roll them in with the truth. Or is exactly what they've done to people for so long. You you would say something like that. and You bring up the Georgia Guidestones ten years ago, even five years ago. I I don't know that a a candidate for governor would be able to survive that. And now we have someone who's extremely popular, uh, and she said this publicly that she's going to demolish the Georgia Guidestones. And for those of you who don't know, there are these like these large uh, intricately carved uh, stone tablets in Georgia, reminiscent of uh, what are they called? Uh, no, um, the old one. Wow. My brain is turned off today. Um, Stonehenge. And uh, they vowed that they're going to reduce the population down to like 500 million people. (laughs) And, uh, it, it, it makes you wonder, especially given exactly what we've seen over the last several years with the vaccination campaigns, uh, with this entire COVID agenda. Now with this information, that was revealed through research by Dr. Artis, and you know now some weeks later, a number of other individuals saying that a lot of what he's saying is absolutely accurate. Uh, it, it's it's an interesting time for a public official, or I'm sorry, for for a candidate for governor right now uh, to make a statement like that, and I think the timing is perfect because again, I think people are finally waking up to the point that they understand that just as we like to have a plan for our retirement, you know, there are some groups in this world who have a plan for the retirement of all of us. Um, So I I look forward to her doing that if she does get elected.
2: The left loves tearing down statues. So we should get a chance at it every once in a while too.
1: I'll pay my way. If they'll give me a whack at those things, I'll bring my own sledgehammer.
2: I was actually just reading about those two days ago. It's funny you brought that up.
1: Yeah, those were those have been big conspiracy theory territory, uh, kinds of kinds I of topics. I think written
2: in a, twelve different languages.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting.
2: It's it's a globalist push of a uh, new world order type rhetoric. So,
1: yeah, I hope she tears them down. Frankly, I mean, you know, part of me would say no. We have to preserve our history. I would tear those down without ah, a, without a needed. question. Maybe that it's makes me a bigot. Maybe it makes me a. May, does that make me a leftist? If I say we want to, that I'll tear down the Georgia Guidestones. Maybe Candace Taylor is a leftist.
2: I think, I think they're too new to be considered history, but you know, maybe
1: I'm <laughs> wrong. So. Well, we're at Go ahead, Jake.
2: I said, if they're history, then we're history. Because I think they're put up in the what '90s. It, I, I, don't, I don't.
1: I don't know up. what. It, I don't know what date exactly. I don't know if there's a. There's an. A uh, solid date. I'd have to look. Uh, last, when I years ago when I was looking in him, I didn't find one. But who knows? Um, well, that's it, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow at ten a.m. Mountain Time, noon Eastern. Uh, and we have a we have quite a show lined up for you in the morning. Joe will be back as well, uh, so he'll be back on the show tomorrow morning. Uh, so we all look forward to having him back safe and sound. Um, I already did the sign off. So. I'll, I'll just do it real quickly again. Uh, we're on True Social and on Telegram at Joel Oldman at Conservative Daily. Live on our site, conservative daily.com, where you can become a member now. Uh, so please go do that uh, if you like what you hear. Uh, we're also live on Rumble D Live Cloud Hub and Frank Speech. The rest of the week will be on Frank Speech at 4 p.m. Mountain Time, 6 p.m. Eastern. That is on Lindell TV2. Uh, smash the Rumble button if you're there. Uh, find us on the audio editions. If you're there on Apple, please give us a five star review. Share this episode. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517, so we'll let you know when we're going to go live. Uh, Well, that's it, everybody. We pray that the truth is revealed. And when I say the truth, I do not mean the truth that the Bidens are corrupt, the truth that the laptop was real, the truth that they stole the election. Uh, We already knew all that. Uh, I mean the truth about exactly where our country stands, exactly who has been running the show, and exactly how much goodness, how much uh, humanity, how much love, how much beauty there is in this world and how many of us that there are who are like-minded and truly wish only to live good lives and to enjoy ourselves and spend time with our loved ones and to leave this world a little bit brighter than when we came into it. So we're going to pray real quickly before we sign off. Father God, thank you thank you for the awakening that the world has witnessed that we have all uh, that we have all been given over the last couple of years we pray that this massive theater of war that we are seeing that includes china the united states mexico every country across the globe these massive shifts that we're seeing uh, involving ukraine involving russia involving people all across the world who truly do not want to be a part of war, who do not want to be a witness of war but truly just want to live good lives we pray that we are delivered from this. We pray that this conflict ends peacefully. We pray that those who have done harm to each other, to ourselves, to our children and to so many all across our nation and all across our world we pray that they are held accountable now, that they are held accountable in 2022. We pray that we are effective every single day that we wake up. We pray that we are able to move forward knowing the evil in the world, but knowing that there is so much more good. We pray that you are our guiding light. We pray that your voice is the one that guides us. Tell us what to do. We need you. We need you, Father God. Show us how to be an agent of your plan. Show us how to show up in our own lives. Show us how to take back our communities Show us how to be a role model for our children, for our our siblings, for our brothers and sisters. Show us how to be a leader. Show us how to be a lion or a lioness. Show us how to lead, how to follow, and for all those who refuse to do so, move them out of our way so that we may fight this war on our own terms without distraction. Bring those who have yet to wake up to see the truth. Restore our country. Restore the great principles, the productivity, the ingenuity, the creativity. Restore our country to the great, great, great nation that we know that it is. We pray only for guidance. We pray only for wisdom. We pray only to see the world that you have waiting for, all of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, everyone. Well, that's it. Thank you so much. God bless you all, truly. These are incredible times. Be grateful that you are alive to witness them. Show up in your own life. Do not sit on the sidelines. Think for yourself. You have more than you need. You have more than you will ever need if you only turn to God and you have faith in yourself and your ability to see the world and to act in it. My name is Apollo.
2: I'm Jake Freyham. We'll see you in the morning.